Welcome to It Just Means Less, where we talk all things SEC sports. Here are your hosts, Wells Perigen and Jacob Holman. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the It Just Means Less podcast. I'm your host, Wells Perigen. This is episode, I believe it is episode 11. Is that right? Yeah, 11. Episode 11 here talking about week six. I'm here with my co-host, Jacob Holman. How are you, Jacob? I'm good, Wells. How are you? Today, we I'm doing pretty good. Today, we have a special guest, the one and only William Lane Lowry. How are you, Lane? Uh, pretty good. How about y'all? We're good. We're good. Lane is going to try and outbeat Noah, uh, Noah Bryant, who was here for our, I believe it was week three. And Noah went two and three or 12 and three outright and five and five versus the spread. So we'll see if, we'll see if Lane can, um, can top that. Um, before we go into this week, we're going to do a quick, uh, as we always, a little quick review of last week. Um, Jacob went eight and four versus uh, outright, six and six versus the spread. His super dogs was one and one. I went nine and three outright, seven and five versus the spread, and uh, one and one on super dog as well. That brings my season totals to 65 and 14 versus the outright and 36 and 32 versus the spread. And I'm seven and four for my super dogs. Jacob is 63 and 16 versus outright, 36 and 32 versus the spread. And his super dog are four and seven. Um, was there anything that stood out to you last week, Jacob? Um, I'll be honest with you, I thought that I thought the Kansas Texas game was going to be a little closer, but I didn't know that Kansas's backup quarterback was the one starting the game. And then um, I thought South Carolina had a really good chance to win at Tennessee because I picked that one. Uh, I think it was close in the first half, but Tennessee finally decided to to take it away. And then one last thing is, um, I feel like Auburn's not as bad as you may think they are. Wells, I know you're a fan and you have a lot of criticism, mm-hmm. but to hold, I mean, to hold Georgia to 27 points, even though your offense probably should have scored a little bit more, but I feel like it was a, I feel like it was a good game to have. Not you know, mm-hmm. played the number one team to seven points when they were favored by two touchdowns. I thought it was pretty good. I, I agree. I mean, being in attendance for the game last week, um, main difference in the game was, especially in the second half, Auburn could not get on the off the field when it was third and more than six and a half plus. If it, as long as it was less than that, we were off the field, you know, big play. But when he got that third and – Third and nine, third and ten, we just couldn't get it done for some odd reason, which is kind of rare. That's that's normally normally not what you see, but it was last week. Um, it was a great atmosphere. Um, the number one thing that stood out to me last week, last year, I'm gonna backtrack real quick. I I had Kansas um covering that spread versus Texas. When I did that, like you said, I did not know that Kansas backup was gonna um start. But what the kind of thing that stood out to me was how quick um U- UCF went up on uh, not UCF, sorry, Southern Cal went up on Colorado and then Colorado fought themselves back into that game. Um shows a lot of resilience. Maybe with Travis Hunter they might have won the game. I don't know. Any thoughts, Lane? Nah, I think Travis Hunter would have made a difference in the game. I I really don't think they would have won, but I really do think he might have could have Caused a little bit more hype around the game, too. Also, might have changed a little bit, but I still think USC comes out on top in that game. That visitor list was insane as far as just not even recruits, but like celebrities at the game. I think LeBron and Bronny were there, a few other big names. Especially at 10 a.m. kickoff for their time, right? Mm-hmm. Like, know. I don't, you know, I don't know what else there is in doing Boulder. I mean, right. I'm not a, hey, so. one other thing, one other thing I was really impressed by was uh, BYU, big Mormon win. First win of the Big 12, so probably got to suck up that victory. (laughs) All right, we'll go ahead and hop into this week. Um, The first game on the agenda is probably what I would say is my hardest game to pick of the week was um, number 23, 23 LSU, who is 3-2 on the year, 2-1 in SEC play after the loss last week to Ole Miss. Um, 
believe Ole Miss scored with their like a minute left. So it was a really good game, high scoring, not a lot of defense. At number twenty one, Missouri, who was five and zero and only one zero in conference play after beating was it Vanderbilt last week? Yeah, Vanderbilt last week. Um, eleven a.m. kick in Como. Um, the spread is LSU five point five, which. If you'd have walked into this year, when we did our preview earlier, Jacob, if you'd have told me that the spread was only five points for this game, I'd have been like, dang, LSU must be like really, really, really bad. But it's actually kind of more Missouri is playing really good ball right now. So in spite of that, I still think LSU is going to come out with a win in Como and cover. I mean, I just think they got more talent, so they're going to get the job done. Yeah, I, I think the same way. I went ahead and I know these like all the episodes I haven't just necessarily, necessarily been too detailed. So before we started, I went and I went and wrote everything down. That's why I think what's going to happen. Um, I pick or I'm going LSU. I think they're going to win the game because of the offense that they showed last week. You know, 49 points and still losing the game. That's you know, I think you show that you got an offense there. And then. I say I go against Missouri because they haven't really had a test outside of Kansas State. So, you know, obviously they won that one, but Kansas State's really not a great test to see where it's you're against. So I think having the number, what, 23, 23 team come in that's actually had some SEC experience and a top five game with Florida State and was it Tallahassee they played that one in? Orlando. Orlando. Yeah. So LSU's had some experience under their belt. So I think that's why they're going to get the nod. I do think they cover too. Missouri has – um. You know, they've had really three one-score games. They beat Middle Tennessee State 23-19. to They beat Kansas State 30-27. to They beat Memphis 37-34-27. Um, to So, and they've won by, I think, 15-17 and 17 versus Vanderbilt and South Dakota. So, you know, I, not necessarily blowing anybody out. What are your thoughts, Lane? Well, I got LSU winning and covering. I really don't think 11 a.m. and Missouri is going to be crazy at all. I don't think that atmosphere is – Nothing to worry about. I think uh, Jaden Daniels is just going to get over there and throw dots all over him, to be honest with you. Before we jump into the next game, did anybody y'all see the hit that Jaden Daniels took versus Ole Miss last week? Uh, maybe. I, I didn't. It was bad. I got, it was kind of like a little jump step. And, like, the guy that for – it was one of their – Ole Miss's safety or corner, he didn't, like, lower his shoulder into him. It was like that kind of push hit, and, like, ball went flying. Jaden Daniels was doing backflips in the air. It was, was – it, Was it early in the game? I think so. I think it was, like, the first, second possession. Okay, yeah, because it ended up putting Ole Miss up 14 nothing. Yeah, I think it was – it yeah. might have been a scoop and score. Yeah, I think it was because I, yeah. I know I saw that highlight, so that may, that must be what you're talking about. It, yeah, it is. All right, next game, another 11 a.m. kick. We have Western Michigan three and two, uh, coming in to start Vegas. Mississippi State is two and three, zero and three in SEC play, not an ideal start. Um, they've lost to LSU, South Carolina, and Alabama. Um, so they played some tough teams, but you know, zero and three in conference play is zero and three in conference play. Um, spread is Mississippi State twenty. Lane, why don't you go ahead and give us your thoughts about what's going to happen in start Vegas early in the morning? Uh, Mississippi State, they're going to beat the piss out of them. Last week, uh, they kind of had got beat pretty bad. I think Ornette's going to have his boys ready to go and go pound it on them and show them that they're a decent SEC football team this year. Jacob. Yeah, I at first I had, or I think State's going to win the game, but I had Western Michigan to cover at first, and then I got to actually looking at Western Michigan, and I looked at and saw that they're actually really bad. Um, they're I was looking at their zero and two against Power Five teams this year. Uh, 
Syracuse and Iowa were their two losses. And I think they lost both games by like over 30, 30 plus. So, and maybe Mississippi State's offense can maybe show up because they, I feel like they necessarily haven't in the past couple of games. So I think they'll get a bounce back win and cover that 20. Yeah, I'm with you. Next, um, next on agenda, we're going to move to the 2.30 slot. Uh, probably the game of the week, Jacob. You want to go ahead and talk about it? Yeah, so Alabama, or number 11 Alabama, who's 4-1, 2-0 in SEC play, is going to Texas A&M, who is 4-1 and 2-0 and in SEC play also. Alabama is favored by, is it 1.5 or 2.5? Did it change? Uh, I think it was 1.5 when I looked at 6 o'clock. I'll go and check. Just keep talking, I'll tell you. And I'll yeah, tell you. it was – It was is the last thing I saw was 2.5, so – um, either way, I think Alabama is going to win and cover. Um, Alabama looked – they looked pretty good last week, I thought so. Um, offensive line still still struggling. But I think the offense improves and the defense is going to be what wins the game. A&M is number two in the in the conference in sacks this year, which is why I think it's going to be – the game will be one of the trenches. But I think we'll find a way to win it because of the defense. So I think Alabama wins. I think they cover that two and a half. Lane. Yeah, I agree, too. Uh, I think we're kind of getting old saving back. We kind of saw he was getting on coaches, players, everyone. I think he's tired of this, trying to be nice. And as he's getting older, I think he's going to get back to his old ways, going to get on his guys. And I think we did throw the ball one time in the first half – or the first quarter, did we? No, I think you. I don't think you did. I don't, or maybe he tried to. Maybe you called a pass play and he scrambled, but I don't think y'all had a registered pass I play in the first quarter. we're going to come out the gate. We're going to come – uh, throwing like little quick passes and then uh, mixing Jalen Milrow running the ball a little bit. And I think we're going to put it on pretty good. But that's just – that's my opinion. And I don't think Wegman's that good of a quarterback either. Well, actually, the quarterback now is um, – we hurt Wegman. He's, or Wegman. he's out for the year. It's Max Johnson, who was the uh, starter at LSU – Either before Jaden Daniels or before TJ Finley, one of them two. Um, I'm both. I'm with both of y'all. I think Bama's going to win the game, and I think they're going to cover. Um, at one and a half, you're kind of just it's just a pick them at this point. Um, if you're a devoted listener to the podcast, you know I hate A and M. I picked against them uh, at least spread wise every year this or every week this week, and I think they I got it right when they lost to Miami, and that's it. Um, but that's not going to change this week. If they beat, if they prove me wrong again this week, I might start getting on the AM hype train. Um, they're a really talented team. I don't think Jimbo's that great of the coach for the talent he's got. But I think Alabama is going to um, remember what happened last time they came to College Station, I believe. And I yeah. think they're going to get the job done. And I don't think it's going to be a blowout like you think, Lane. Like take care of business, good. Like beat it, put it on them. But I think yeah. Bama does win the game. Maybe a ten point, two point game, really close up until the end, in my opinion. Yeah, I was thinking like a touchdown, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and A&M poked the bear a little bit this week with the comments from what is Amari or not Amari, but whoever the receiver is saying that uh, uh, was it Adonis or whatever his name Adonis, is. Yeah, or, yeah. yeah, you know, because his brother was Mari Smith, who Alabama didn't grant the transfer to Georgia when he wanted to leave. So he said it's personal, but you know, I just don't really think I would poke that bear, not right now at least. Um, you know, if he gets upset, he can just drive his car through the parking lot going like 400 miles an hour, just like yeah. the rest of them do. Kind of like UGA. Um, next on the agenda, old Vandy Dandy, who is two and four, zero oh and four in conference play, is at the swamp. Florida is three and two, one and one in conference play. It's a 3 p.m. kick. I believe this might be the SEC Network game. Um, Florida's favored by 18 and a half. And I think Florida wins by a lot more than 18 and a half. Um, Vanderbilt has just not. Look that great. They haven't 
they haven't even looked like they deserve to be in some of the games versus the other Power Fives. I mean, we have talked about them losing to UNLV and UNLV. So I think Florida is going to have a bounce back week after kind of getting embarrassed in Lexington last week. Jacob? Yeah, so I'm going to go the opposite way. As far as I think, I think Florida's going to win, but I think Vandy's going to keep it close or at least within 18 and a half. Maybe, may it may be 18. I don't, I think Vandy sucks. Vandy's awful. They, you know, their last, they lost four straight, but I don't know. I think Florida, Florida fell off after the Tennessee win big time, especially, you know, only beating Charlotte, only scoring 22 points against Charlotte. And then last week against Kentucky, just getting embarrassed. So I think they're still, I think they're still down a little bit, but I think they'll find a way to win this one just because it's Vandy. Lane? I am not high on Vandy at all. I think they're a terrible team. I really do think Florida's really going to put them on them. Graham's going to throw the ball on them. ATM's going to run on them. I really don't think Vandy has a chance of winning this game or covering the spread, especially playing at the Swamp. I feel like up front, Vanderbilt just can't match up both sides of the ball, offense and defense. And I think Florida's defense line is going to have a little bit of a field day um, getting after A.J. Swan. Next on the agenda might be the game of the week. It could have been Alabama and m It could be this one. Um, number 20, Kentucky, who is 5-0, 2-0 in conference play after beating Vanderbilt and then beating Embarrass in Florida last week, is at number one, Georgia, 5-0, 2-0 in conference play with kind of struggle wins versus South Carolina and Auburn. Um, UGA is favored by 15.5. It's a 6 p.m. game um, inside the hedges. Um, I think UGA is going to find a way to win the game, kind of like they did versus – South Carolina and Auburn, just you know, a late score, maybe, maybe a, maybe a late turnover, and that puts them up to a score kind of thing. Um, but I do think Kentucky will cover the spread. I think Kentucky's a really good ball club. I think they can run the ball really well. I think their running back had like two hundred and something yards last week versus Florida, and Auburn ran the ball really well against Georgia's front. So that could be an area of concern if you're a UGA fan. So because of Kentucky's run game, I think UGA is going to win, but Kentucky's going to cover. Lane. Uh, I totally agree. I kind of think Kentucky's going to be kind of like a South Carolina Auburn team. I think they're going to be, I mean, have decent players on both sides of the ball. They're not just absolutely dominant, but I think they're going to be a pretty solid team. And I think they will kind of keep it close. I, I really think it's going to come down to a last drive, but I got UGA pulling it out. Jacob? I think, I think Georgia's going to win, but I think, I think they're going to cover it too. Um, Kentucky's a really good team. I'm not saying that, you know, after they embarrassed Florida last week. But I just think with Georgia winning the game close at Auburn last week, I think they're pissed off. Didn't show didn't show that they're the number one team, and I think this week they're going to. Nothing against Kentucky. I just think Georgia is going to show why they're the number one team in the country, especially at home and at night. Where, where do you think that spread would be if you think – and you might get to pick Kentucky to cover? Ten. Oh, it's uh, you thinking another plus ten? It's at fifteen and a half right now. No, I'm saying I think if the wait, no, my bad, my bad, my bad. I think it would be um, if they put it at like eighteen, nineteen. Okay, so maybe I, a, maybe a seventeen point game is what you got it be yeah. right now. Yeah, something like that. I, I mean, I could easily see that. I mean, UGA is supposed to be probably the most talented team in the country. I think Alabama's pretty close as far as just straight up talent. Um, Kirby Smart's defense is good. Brock Bowers might be the next best player in the country outside of me and Jacob's favorite, Marvin Harrison Jr. Um, 
I think he's better. I almost say he's a better talent than Kyle Pitts was coming out of Florida as far as just consistently consistency. So I think UJ will be able to get it. Like I said, I think UJ will get it done. Um, next, we're going into Arkansas, who is two and three, zero and two in conference play after losing to it was LSU, and then they lost last week to A and M. Um, kind of lost, kind of big. I think it was a maybe a three score game, but like a seventeen point game. Um, Versus, are they at number sixteen? Ole Miss four and one, one and one conference play after losing Alabama two weeks ago, but having a real high scoring game and beating LSU like we talked about at the at the Grove last week. Um, LSU is favored by eleven and a half. It's a six thirty game. Jacob, who do you got? Yeah, I think Ole Miss is going to win, and I think they're going to I think they're going to cover it. Um, Arkansas only had six points last week against A and M in the first half, and it really showed that their offensive stroke. I think I saw. K.J. Jefferson had 132 passing yards for the whole game. So, you know, offense really isn't there. And I think Ole Miss is going to ride the ride the high off of beating LSU, um, keep the momentum going. And with the Arkansas offense just not showing up, I think Ole Miss is going to run all over them and win by at least – or win by more than 11 and a half cover that spread. Lane, what are your thoughts? Well, I almost kind of agree with him, but I think Arkansas – uh, I think Pittman kind of got on this week, and they're going to play a lot better. I do think Ole Miss is going to win, but I, I think Arkansas is going to cover. I think it's going to be a 10-point game. Um, You know, me and Jacob were really high on Arkansas to start the year, 9-3 and three team. Um, That's just not going to happen. Uh, I think they have to win out. I mean, that, they'd have to beat Bama. They'd have to beat Auburn. They'd have to beat I mean, State. That's not that big of a deal. They'd have to beat who, – who am I missing? Yeah, I guess Ole, Ole Miss this week. They play Tennessee at all? I don't know. I'm missing a West team, I think. But no, they've already played two West teams. So there's it's it's their um whoever their interchangeable conference game is. Uh, it's not Florida. Who is their interch- Is it Missouri? Missouri, I know. I think Missouri. It's Missouri. It's Missouri. Florida and Missouri. They play Florida, uh-huh. so you know that's kind of a winnable game. And and Missouri is, you know, kind of looking like Missouri would be the favorite in that game. So um. I, I, this is bad as they're struggling. It pains me after they're kind of making us look a, like a fool from the start of the year. But I think Ole Miss is going to win. I think they're going to cover. Ole Miss's offense just looked so high flying last week. Um, Jackson Dart was doing a little bit of everything, running, passing. Um, Quinchon Druxens probably is the best running back in the SEC right now, in my opinion. Um, so for all that, for those two reasons, I think. I think Arkansas can score on Ole Miss. That's not a question to me. Rock Sanders, KJ Jefferson have the potential to get after it, but um, I think Ole Miss will just be able to eventually outscore them. Agree with um, next we got the Red River rivalry. Going, that was the last SEC game. Hey, one more time. The Red River rivalry. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> um, this game is going to be, you know, future SEC opponents. And if we continue doing this next year, we'll be able to talk to them in the SEC. Um, really good game. Number 12, uh, Oklahoma, 5-0, 2-0 in Big 12. Uh, I think they matched up with Cincy and Iowa State. I think that's who their two wins are. Versus number th- or versus number three, Texas, 5-0, 2-0. Um, Texas is favored by 6.5. The game's 11 a.m. kick in Dallas, which I think traditionally the, this game is 11 a.m. for some reason. Um Oklahoma's looked really hot, Jacob. Do you think they're going to get the job done this week? I do. I think they're going to win it. Uh, oh, Dylan Gabriel is a really good quarterback. And I, I'm not saying that – I think it's going to be like, you know, one of those where it gets won by like a last-second field goal. And I think Oklahoma has it. 
Um, Texas is obviously really good because they beat Alabama. That's the only reason they're really good. So, um, you know, facing their facing Kansas quarterback last week didn't really show you much, in my opinion. But I just, I don't know. I just have a feeling Oklahoma is gonna gonna upset them this week. Gonna upset Texas. If Jay, if Oklahoma wins this game, are they serious playoff contender? Yeah, I mean, you could say. And I, I mean, mean, they'll probably slip up somewhere like everybody does, but. Well, I mean, I'm I'm trying to think who else is ranked right now in the Big Twelve. Is it Texas, Oklahoma? Um, it, is that it? That's it. That's playing this week at least. It's yeah. just Texas, and Oklahoma, Texas three, Oklahoma's twelve. So they'd have to beat Texas again because Texas, the Big Twelve, does the top two teams, not the division. But you're right. I think this one. I think the winner of this game is probably going to be a playoff team. Um, but I think that team's going to be Texas. Um, Quinn Ewers is um. Probably a top five quarterback in this year's draft class. Um, Texas is really talented. They went in and upset Alabama, and Alabama's looked pretty decent since then. Um, and I think Oklahoma would probably lose to Alabama if we played today. So I'm going to give Texas the benefit of doubt. Um, spread is six and a half. I think that's kind of right on the money. I think a seven point game. So I think I'm going to take Texas to win and cover. Lane. Uh, I I really do believe Texas plays down their opponent every game. Like when they play Wyoming, they really struggle. But when they played Alabama, they really dominated. I really think they're going to take this game serious and they're going to get the business done. I think Quinn Evers is going to throw the ball really well. And I really, uh, I think Texas will cover spread. All right. Well, we got one more ranked on ranked game this week. It's a non con game versus Notre Dame, who is four and one. With their loss being on the last second win or last second loss to Ohio State at number 25, Louisville, who is five and zero. Um, the game is six thirty. Um, Notre Dame is favored by six and a half. Lane, what do you think? Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Notre Dame winning and covering the spread. Uh, even though Louisville's five and zero, I really don't think they're that good of a team. Uh, for that reason, I'm just gonna go Notre Dame to win and cover the spread. Jacob. Yeah, I think Notre Dame is going to win and cover. You know, two really close games against two quality opponents. I think Ohio State is better than Duke, but um, I think their offense is is really good. Um, defense is pretty good too. I just don't know enough about. I don't know enough about Louisville to be honest with you. So I just think Notre Dame's too much, and six and a half is kind of a small number. I feel like for mm-hmm. for this game, even though it's at Louisville, I I mean with Notre Dame's back to back games that they've played against. Would you say top fifteen opponents? Yeah, I think so. What was who did they play? Was it North Carolina State last week? Who did they? They played Duke. They played Duke, who's number seventeen. Okay, so top twenty opponents, but at the time, so I think, and they took care of business. I mean, they covered last week. I think on a, I think they covered on the last second touchdown. So I don't know. I think Notre Dame's. I think Notre Dame's for real. I think Sam Hartman's kind of made them a really good team. That you know they had Ohio State down to the very last second. So. Mm-hmm. I think Notre Dame's going to win and cover. What do you think? I'm right there with y'all. Uh, don't know too much about Louisville. I know they're. It's the first year for uh, Jeff Brom after he Trent or he came the coach. I think he just left. I, I don't think he was fired. I think he left Purdue for um, Louisville. I mean, there's not a Louisville fan that can complain about starting the year five and zero, but I do not think they will start the year six and zero. Notre Dame is just far more talented. You got Marcus Freeman, uh, probably one of the better younger coaches in the game. Um, like you said, Sam Hartman. They got the running back. That's really good. I can't. His name is slipping me right now. But I think Notre Dame will win, and I think Notre Dame will cover. Good choice. Um, Great. Uh, hey, 
Thank you. Thank you. Um, you know, I think we're going to pull off a game uh, off the spreadsheet that I want to kind of want to talk about. It's Purdue, who is two and three, one and one in um Big Ten play versus Iowa, who is four and one, one and one in Big Ten Big Ten play, and the spread is Iowa two, because I think it was announced today that uh, oh, right. Right, uh their quarterback is um Caden uh Caden what's his last name um exactly this shows you how much we know about um. Mac Macnorama, Mac Mac McNair. That's it. Yeah, uh, well, it has the torn ACL. So I kind of, you know, Iowa has a terrible offense. Even with their starting quarterback in the game. So is this one of the games that y'all could see? Um, you know, being an upset. I mean, it's a two point spread, so it's basically a pick 'em at this point. Jacob, what time is it? Uh, it is a two thirty game on Peacock. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't. I think I was gonna win. I don't. I mean, I don't know enough about either one of them. I think Purdue's not really good, and I was not necessarily that great either. So the only reason I give the nod to Iowa is because they have the really cool tradition of waving to the Children's Hospital. So I think that's gonna be the reason they win. Lane. Yeah, I know nothing about these two teams. I had to look up that dude's name as we were talking, and I was four and one. Purdue's two and three. So I'm gonna go Iowa to win. I'm going to go against y'all just for the sake of it. I think Purdue's going to win. Um, big boilermaker guy here. Um, I'd hate to see it. I see an SEC game on Peacock. That's just kind of unfortunate right there. Um, this game is going to be a three to two game, like Auburn versus Mississippi State, Mississippi State that each time. Um, not going to be a whole lot of offense scored. Um, it's going to be a nice big, I guess they're Big Ten West. Is that what they call them? Do they call it East and West? Is that what they call the divisions? I don't know. I don't know if they're. I don't know if they're in the same one, but I, I think they are. Um, so Purdue is going to get the upset against uh, <laughs> the Hawkeyes. Dude, we should probably do a couple of these uh, a, a podcast, just throwing us off like off the jump raw, just not knowing what we're going to pick. Hey, I mean that's it's kind of. Do we know ball? Is the question. Do we know ball? And we're going to find out um, really soon, I guess. Um, Next Dude, one is I was, was going to pick Jack State as my Superdog night, but because we're doing it tonight, I couldn't. Yeah, yeah and I I think you're right not to do that because I was looking at that too because Middle Tennessee State was favored by four, I believe. And so uh, three last time before we started. Middle Tennessee State is up 23-7 right now. So. Okay, good, good pick, buddy. <laughs> uh, thank you. I guess me um, moving the podcast up kind of saved saved yeah. the day for Jacob right there. Um, let's see here. This one I kind of want to see um, if y'all think it's kind of a bigger spread. So I want to see if y'all think that this team can cover that spread. It is number – or it is Wake Forest, 3-1 in the year, 0-1 in AC, uh, ACC play at Clemson. Um, the game is a two thirty kick. Clemson is three and two, one and two in ACC play. Kind of a rough start for them after, I guess, their losses to Duke and Florida State, and they went and beat Syracuse last week. Like I said, the game is in fake Death Valley up there in Clemson, and the spread is twenty one. So, what do you got, Jacob? I don't know. I almost, I almost picked this one as one of my super dogs for a weight to cover, but then I, I don't know. I just don't. I don't know enough about Wake Forest to trust them with the 21. I mean, Clemson's just – Clemson hung in there with Florida State, you know, took them to overtime. But, I mean, that's I'll take Wake to cover. Clemson yeah. will take the cover. I think I'm going to sit there right there with you. Um, 
but I do think when they cover, what did I say the spread was? 21. I think they're going to cover by, um, or I think they're, it's going to be less. I think it's going to be like a 17, 18 point game right there. I think Clemson wins, but Wake covers. Lane wins by 20. Yeah. I'm going to say Clemson. Uh, I don't think they will cover the spread. I think they will play down their opponent because, I mean, Florida State, they played really good. And then just like the other teams, they just, they don't match the intensity as those big games and stuff. And for that reason, I think they won't play as well if it was playing, you know, Florida State again. So mm-hmm. I think Wake Forest will cover the spread. All right. Last one. And then we'll jump into, uh, you know, the game of the, uh, everybody's favorite team, Gordo and, uh, the Super Dogs. Um, Syracuse, four and one, oh, and one in ACC play after losing to Clemson last week is at number 14, Notre Dame. Or not, sorry, not Notre Dame. Gosh, North Carolina. Um, four, North Carolina's four and oh, one and oh in ACC play. Um, they beat South Carolina early in the year and the spread is eight. Lane, does Syracuse have it in them to get the upset versus Drake May? Absolutely not. This is not happening. Uh, will will they cover? Uh, no. <laughs> I'm right there with you, Lane. I think I think Notre Dame is gonna open a can on Syracuse, and it's gonna be a bad. It's gonna be a little bit of a blowout. Jacob, do you are you? You've said Notre Dame twice. Are you? Yeah. You're so focused on Notre Dame this week. Uh, you know, I love the Irish. What can I say? Athlete guy there, Wells. But I think I think North Carolina is gonna win big. I. I was, you know, when Syracuse started four and zero, but they hadn't really beaten anybody. So then they, then Clemson showed up, and they really didn't beat anybody. So I just don't think, you know, they're always they're always good until they play somebody good. Mm-hmm. You know, they normally give a team a run for their money, and the um they've they've hung it close with some of the really good Clemson teams over the past years. But um, if Ted oh, Williams. Was it last year? Yeah. If um, if Drake uh, Caleb Williams wasn't in this draft class, Drake May would be the number one quarterback prospect, and um, he's the reason that uh, Notre Dame is as good as they are, in my opinion, because it's definitely not uh, the backup from Thompson. What was it? What was his name? Connor Harrell or something like that. <laughs> so um, I think it's going to be a Notre Dame slaughter. I'm right. actually shocked that the spread ain't more than what it is. It'd be a fourteen or at least something like that. To be honest with you. What time yeah. is it? Well, it's 2.30, 2.30 in Chapel Hill. Mm. All right, Jacob, you want to talk about everybody's favorite team? Yeah. this I mean, it's homecoming, man. It's Gordo, Gordo hosts Carbon Hill. Carbon Hill sucks. They're awful. <laughs> they, are, uh, they are abysmal. I, mean, <laughs> I, I, think, I think if PA was in public school ball, they would beat Carbon Hill. <laughs> I think me, I think me, you, Lane, and we can get Lane's dad right there, and Isabel, my girlfriend, and we could just sit there and go beat Carbon Hill. I mean, Carbon Hill, Carbon Hill sucks in all capital letters. <laughs> if, all- if you know private schools, they got to go up if they keep winning. If yeah. that was the same thing for public schools, Carbon Hill would be in AISA because no they they cannot win the game. Um, they're so bad. Like I don't know why they're so bad. Good people, great people, don't really care, but they just suck. They don't have a lot of speed on the team. Um, no, they just have way too much grit. I just say. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I mean, the the spread's forty two and a half. Gordo, I think Gordo will cover it. I think maybe they may when we put when we put little number eighty four out there. I don't know his name, but receiver maybe Carbon Hill will score a touchdown that way. But I think we we may drop seventy on homecoming. Well, you know, um, most of the time when we look at this app, they have the spread, and then they kind of have the t- um, the team they have favored winning by like 
if the spread is 42 and a half, win by 43. And this time they have um, Gordo winning by 42 instead of that 43 with the spread at 42 and a half. Guys, you know, I, I guess they're not, I guess they've never seen Carbon Hill play because Gordo will beat Carbon Hill by more than 42. Lane? Yeah, I haven't watched any teams, like any high school teams this year because I've moved and uh, I don't know nothing about Carbon Hill, but they're 0 5, so they definitely suck. Gordo's 5 1 and always got a decent ball club. So I'm going Gordo to beat the brakes off of them. So that's just kind of my pick. They're going to cover this. I mean, Carbon Hill is not going to cover the spread. Speaking of, uh, I want to highlight, I think it was two or three weeks ago, beating the brakes off of them. It's probably going to be Gordo's uh, toughest opponent in 3A North. Mars Hill beat El- uh, Elkmont like 70. <laughs> it was on. 12, maybe. I think uh, Elmont was like undefeated going in this game, and Car- uh, got beat lot by lot County the week before. Okay, so they had one loss going in this game, and then El- and then Mars Hill beat them seventy six to nothing. <laughs> so a little um, bit close, and they got off the bus, I guess. <laughs> Lane, why don't we go ahead and hop in the Super Dogs? Tell me what you got. All right, for Super Dogs, I got Virginia Tech covering the twenty three and a half versus Florida State. Uh, I don't think Virginia Tech's just absolutely god awful. I don't think they're a great team or a good team, but I do think they'll cover the the spread. Jacob, um, so I have I have Georgia Tech covering the twenty one at Miami. Um, Miami Miami's defense isn't that great, you know. Texas and input I think forty eight up on them. So and Georgia Tech showed in the first week they had a little bit of offense. So I'm just hoping that maybe their offense shows up. Don't I? Just as long as they keep within twenty one, I don't really care. Mm-hmm. But I think they're going to. And then for my covering, I have Maryland um, covering the 20 versus Ohio State. Um, Maryland's undefeated. Um, they have Talia, right, Talia? Is that how you say it? Um, at quarterback. Um, and Ohio State didn't necessarily take care of um, Indiana to start the year, and Maryland's better than Indiana. So I think Maryland will cover that 20. Lane, um, who do you have at beating them out? Who do you have as your super dog outright? Uh, I'm going to go with Kentucky beating UCF. You mean Kansas? You mean Kansas? Yeah, Kansas. My bad. I'm sorry. Yeah, Kansas beating UCF. Uh, the spread's one and a half, and I just got Kansas pulling the upset out here. I think that's a good pick. Um, Baylor, I think, came back on <laughs> Gus Malzahn last week in UCF after being down like 25, and Baylor is terrible. So um, I think that's a good pick. Jacob? Yeah, I have Texas State going to Lafayette and winning that one. Uh, Lafayette's favored by two and a half. Uh, Texas State, their offense, I mean, seems to be pretty good. They put up, I know they put up 77 in a game, so obviously they can score. And then they beat Baylor to start the year. So, I mean, they can score it. Just Lafayette's given up a lot of points this year too. So, I mm-hmm. think I think their offense is better than their defense. So, I think that's what's maybe going to happen. And they got um, Auburn legend TJ Finley, you know. So, like, I mean, that's all you need is Auburn legends on the team, and you're going to get the job done. Um, for my upset, I have Washington State going down to um, Pasadena and beating UCLA. Um, Washington State just keeps getting doubted. Like, we've picked these games, a Washington State game, like three or four times, and I don't think they've been favored one time. And um, they just keep taking it on. The, they just keep uh, taking it personal and um, winning the games outright. So, I think Washington State will cover the three versus UCLA. But how about Oregon State? I mean, how about Utah selling last week? I know. It's a bunch of bums. <laughs> My God. All right. Well, I guess that about wraps us up. Jacob, you want to close it out? Yeah, as you said, episode 11. Yeah, episode 11. Thanks for joining us, Lane. 
Yeah, Lane, thank you so much. Thank y'all for getting us on here. Lane, Lane knows ball. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> so, yeah, this will wrap up episode 11 of It Just Means Less. We thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next week.